Planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ. Oh my, I'm just so fired up and stoked to have Rod Harris Jr., Grammy-nominated guitarist in the studio, DRS Atlanta. Rod, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Michael. It's, it's crazy. Always, it's been a year. It's apparently you you told me it's been, <laughs> I didn't even know, man. The time flies so so fast. Yeah, but it's just unbelievable. Glad you have 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 me back. Oh my gosh, and, especially with your new stuff that we're going. For uh, your listeners that are Legion, mm-hmm. I just want to share with them, this is a CD listing party, so I want to encourage them to sit back in the comfort of an environment of their choosing. I, I said during the summer months, even if it's on a raft, can't really be doing that now, <laughs> a little too cold for that, and get a beverage of their choice. In the studio, we are featuring Kaomi Crazy Juices. Rod's got a, uh, what do you have, Rod? Uh, it's a... Uh... Paradise. Yeah, pear. pear. Pineapple, spinach, ginger. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I already knew it as soon as I came in the studio, which one I wanted. Yeah, you picked it right <laughs> up. <laughs> Good and, stuff. And I am featuring one of their new ones, a charcoal lemonade that's got H2O, lavender, uh, Activated charcoal, lemon, and aguave, and it's really very good. And they are doing, I think uh, the month of January, they're doing a juice cleanse. Mm. So and they've got two locations. My, my buddy Phil Wall is the proprietor. They've got one in Roswell at the Connection Shopping Center, and then one over in Alpharetta. And the neat thing is uh, Phil wants to do jazz music at his Alpharetta studio. Well, you know... After my last show, he actually came to the Velvet Note where ah. I was performing, so I got a chance to meet, meet him. him. Yeah, really cool guy. Yeah, he's a great and, guy. And uh, seems to be very supportive of the music, so that's awesome. Yeah. That's so really he awesome. it, into the into this year, and you know you would be a, a natural fit for him up yeah, at Alpharetta. That would be awesome. So, so <laughs> Phil, <laughs> thank you Thanks so much for, the, for hooking for us drink. up with the juices, <laughs> and also for those uh, you know we're in the flu season. And uh, for those of you looking for an alternative to the flu shot, Phil and uh, the Kill Me Crazy team have these great little wellness shots. Mm. So you want to think about those. And then if you've imbibed too much uh, of the alcoholic beverages, you uh, can get a painkiller from them. (laughs) (laughs) So they got it all covered and they got some delicious food. So uh, Rod's fans, sit back and get a beverage of your choice. And then we're doing a CD listing party here. So we're going to play about five of, about six of Rod's songs, not in their entirety, y'all, because we want you to go out and buy them, however you get them. (laughs) Well, uh, just to preface, uh, the CD hasn't, the the new new CD that I'm working on, uh, the album, this album is titled Relevance, Relevance, but it's not out yet, so we're just going to give the a sample of the the latest single or the the single that uh, is off the Relevance record. Yeah. So just so you all be like, I've heard that song before. I've heard that. Yeah. So it's not all new new material, but this one song, "Everlasting Love," that you're going to hear is off the uh, Relevance CD. Yeah. And um, hope you all enjoy it. And then we're going to work backwards. Yeah. 
So we'll go all the way back in your discography. Yeah, in your career. <laughs> discography. Which I, which I think is pretty cool. So yeah. uh, without further ado, I think we ought to a, a tee up a little or cue up. Cue up. Yeah, so this is uh, this is the, the, the debut single off of the Relevance record. Yeah. Um, it features a, a DC vocalist named Christy DeShield. She's an awesome vocalist who works a lot with uh, Jazz at Lincoln Center and with Marcellus. And um, she's just amazing. Yeah. Um, so this is Everlasting Love. This is a remake of a Shaka Khan, Rufus and Shaka Khan tune. That, from the uh, 70s. I, from the 70s. Right. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I, I was inspired because I heard it growing up as a kid. My mom and uh, had a, and stepdad had a, you know, huge record collection yeah. of a lot, lot of vintage soul and R&B records. And uh, that one record, Ask Rufus, uh, which, which has Everlasting Love on it. Just amazing it song. Hit you. Yeah, it just it's amazing with song, you. man. Yeah. Like Rufus is a great band, you know, for you know the millennials or even people who may not be familiar with yeah. Rufus. They incorporated a lot of jazz, funk, R and B elements. So, um, but I, I wanted to. I, I've always been a Shaka Khan fan. Yeah, I love Shaka because of her versatility. Yeah. You know, she can sing. She's done records with Chick Corea, and she's done records with you know. Everybody, David very Foster. Diverse. Yeah, very diverse. Yeah. Like um, you, Rod. There's some similarities yeah. there. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> well, you're modest, very modest guy. I can say it because I'm the last DJ. <laughs> Rod doesn't want to say it because he, he's too humble. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I wanted to remake it, remake uh, you know, this song and yeah. hopefully do justice to it. So yeah. you all let me know what you think. Um, you can email me or uh yeah, Instagram me, FaceTime me, th- whatever you want to do, Facebook do me. And go to your um, website. Go to is- my website, www.rodharrisjr.com. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got all my social media links there. So, yeah, just shoot me an email. Tell me what you think. Perfect. Um, hopefully, every uh, one day, Shaka will send me an email like, oh, this is great. Yeah. You know? would, you, Rod, would you be available to open <laughs> for me? <laughs> right. That would be freaking amazing, We're right? putting it out there, Shaka Khan, right here. You Come heard on. it on Rod the Bob. The last CJ's asking let's for go, that. Let's go, Shaka. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, Waheed, what do you think? Let's tee that up.
playing we were talking about the 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 industry as it were mm-hmm. in today's world everybody just buying singles one off but you are you're a throwback rod you're yeah, old school. i mean I, talk about that i just like it, in in the 21st century it seems like a lot of things are losing um their realness, their level relevance. of relevance. There you go. Exactly. See, I, love it. <laughs> I was I was trying not to be too pretentious with that, <laughs> but that's I that's can do the, that, that's though, the, Right? Because you're the I'm you're the, the last host. DJ. Yeah, <laughs> but that's exactly why I named this new this yeah. uh, coming project relevance because it's like you know, as an artist, you're you do want to be relevant to the times right. without losing your artistry, but it makes, you know, especially nowadays where everything is so microwave, you know, give it to me quick. quick. And then, you know, it's, it, it, you don't, artists don't even have time to be relevant anymore right. because as soon as they gain a little traction, it's Someone's on to something the next else. Thing. Yeah. yeah the next. So right. I feel like, you know, it speaks to artistry. It speaks to just the times that we're living in. Like yeah. everybody wants to be relevant. Everybody's on social media trying to be the next social media star, right. Instagram star and everything. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're just losing. To me, nothing seems real anymore, yeah. you know? Um, and and to, to be honest, it just speaks to everything. Like yeah. the whole state of of mind. It's like, you know, everybody wants to be relevant, but but nobody wants to take the time to and really... that's what it is. Right. I mean, you go back to, you know, the record collection that your stepdad had. Mm-hmm. And those folks put, a lot of work, heart, soul, everything. everything in it. Yeah, I mean, so for those of you out there that haven't checked out Rufus, go out and you know listen, listen to some to of that. It. Yeah, and if you haven't checked out Shaka Khan, go out and listen to yeah. some of that. You know the way they crafted that music back then, and there was no Pro Tools. There yeah. was none of this like digital stuff. And you know, I was listening to um, Van Halen's 1984 record, and I'm I love, man, and it's just the production. Everything was just so superior to anything that's <laughs> yeah, out today, today right. man. It's yeah. like, you know, Toto, all these amazing bands right. who put all this time and energy yeah. into these masterpieces. Yeah. And now it's just like people just, I watched the One Grammys off. last night and I'm like, you know, I not to, you know, diminish any of right. the, the, you know, the artists that won, but it just seems, it just seems kind of superficial yeah. now, in my opinion. You I, know, well, I think that's was, where we are, though. Yeah. Everything's superficial. I mean, one song. We were just talking about it. Even a CD, you don't get the depth of the information that used to get, that on, used to get on an album. Yeah. You know, I mean, heck. Yeah. So 
when you're getting one song off of iTunes or whatever, you don't even know any Who's of the players. <laughs> you don't nothing know about it. Where it was produced. Right. You know nothing. And right. that, that, I think, it is sucks, a shame. Man. It does, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. It sucks for that's the artists. Right. It, well, the, the, the musicians or whoever yes. else contributed yes, to the yes. record, you know. So speaking of, we got a couple minutes before we take a break. Okay. Talk about the musicians beyond uh, Christie. Okay, that, awesome. That were so on that. So on this particular, um, so I, 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 I tried to use the same musicians that I used for the Exodus and Options record. Yep. Just because of the continuity and, yep. you know, I really uh, enjoyed what I got from that, you yeah. know. Um, so, Louis Hervo, he's okay. a great uh, pianist here uh, based in Atlanta. Yep. He recorded the keyboard on that. Yeah. Um, Robert Boone, who's uh, tours with the Count Basie Orchestra, oh. he, he recorded on the X's and Options record. Wow. And um, I really dig Boone's playing because he he knows, I guess, when to give and when to pull back. So, yeah. it's almost, it's very studio when it needs to be studio, yeah. very live when it needs to be live. So, um, very great intuitive a musician yeah. as well. And Craig Shaw played uh, upright bass on there, wow. which he also recorded on the uh, X's and Options wow. record. Um, but this time I used uh, horn players. Melvin Jones played trumpet. Oh, wow. um, Melvin's a great trumpet player. Yeah. Um, and uh, Derek, Jack Derek James, who actually, uh, he used to tour with Shaka Khan. Oh my gosh. And uh, uh, early and he 2000s. All, he's in, here in Atlanta? He lives, yeah, he moved from New York. He's here in Atlanta. Uh, I think he he did, he was um, in the military for a yeah. while, uh, in the military band, but he'd also toured and everything. Um, and we play together a lot. He's, he's done a lot of shows with yeah. me at the Velvet Note and, yeah. uh, around the Southeast. So um, Atlanta, just kind of, a hotbed. Yeah, man, everybody's moving here. Yeah, you crazy. know, I mean, it, to I, I was initially kind of uh, skeptical about, you know, everybody, all this people moving here yeah. because, you know, it kind of waters down the, right. the scene sometimes. But uh, it's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I it's funny, just a side note. Yeah. Um, so they're shooting American Soul, which is a story of Soul Train here oh, wow. in Atlanta. Oh and right God. before I released this record, yeah. I got, or the single, I got a call to to play Tony Maiden from Rufus. Oh my gosh! <laughs> on American Soul, which wow. uh, it should come out February uh, next month. As a matter of fact, the the second season of American Soul. Oh my gosh! You know, Rod, which, congratulations! And, uh, yeah, man, it was kind of it was it was kind of like the universe was speaking, like uh, okay, a it's line. time. You know, what I'm wow. saying? <laughs> oh my gosh! So well, we, I want to pick that up. We're going <laughs> to pick up. Uh, we're going to take a short break to support our sponsor, which yeah. in this case is the beautiful studio we're in, Waheed Gomes, is DRS Atlanta, right here in Roswell, Georgia. About 30 second break, we're gonna be right back. Play more Rod's great, great music. Stay with us, y'all. Get a beverage in your hand and keep listening. <laughs> DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. 
You are back on Rod the Bob. <laughs> Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say and talking about relevance, which is going to be Rod's uh, new CD, mm-hmm. uh, soon to be released. And we're just so blessed you're on Rod the Bob in the DRS Atlanta studio with Waheed Gums to have featured Everlasting Love, which is the single that just was uh, just released recently yep. off that CD. And we were just talking about the musicians that were playing with you on that. Mm-hmm. And then you're also doing work with a trio, and one of those cats, Derek James, is in that trio, if I understand well, it. Well, he, um, right. he's, he's in the organ quartet. Oh, so I, okay, lately, yeah. um, what I've been touring now is a, is an organ group, okay, kind of yeah. going almost full circle to where I started, the, the Council of Elders record, yeah. which we'll get to later. Yeah, um, we're going to get to it later. Yeah. But um, I just, I just, I met, I was actually in Jacksonville doing a show in uh, Jacksonville, Florida at, yeah. at Breezy. And there's a um, musician down there named Scott Giddens yeah. who plays organ, great jazz organist. But he, he also plays piano. But uh, I didn't realize how well of an organ, jazz organist he was until yeah. uh, we had another engagement down in Jacksonville. And I was like, man, this is what I initially wanted, you know, for the Council of Elders oh, record yeah. and, a t- and a tour, you know. Um, so with that, you know, like the classic uh, George Benson, yeah. Red Holloway, uh, Jack McDuff, that whole, you know, quartet. Yeah. That's what I was going, that, that's what I'm going for. So currently we have a sh- some shows coming up even here in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, at uh, February 7th at Bruin Bird. Okay. Um, the former owner, well, the owner of Churchill Grounds, which was a very prominent jazz club here in wow. Atlanta. Yeah. Downtown. He yeah. reopened a, um, uh, a wing spot, actually, but he also features jazz music oh, um, in Decatur. Yeah. And uh, it's been voted like one of the best Places for for chicken wings and uh, all these other and things. the name and the name it's of called Bruin Bird. Bruin Bird, okay. Yeah, and if you go to my website, uh, www.rodharrisjr.com, yeah, there. and it has okay. the links. February seventh. Uh, February seventh, and, and that'll be Derek James and Derek James Scott, Scott Giddens on organ and uh, Larry Wilson on drums. On drums. Yeah. Wow, I yeah. love it. Yeah, so you so. kind of come full circle. Yes, and and this and after. Um, once I release the Relevance record, yeah. then I'll, uh, you know, position myself to do a tour with, you know, hopefully with the guys with that recorded guys. on it. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hard to get the same musicians because they're doing things Yeah, they've well, got their own gigs. But I will definitely be, you know, promoting that record and, wow. and working with within that ensemble. Um, and then right I, before break, we were talking about your part on... Uh, you, yeah, yeah, so, you know, talk like, a we were talking about, about that. Yeah. how, um, you know, the, the city of Atlanta is definitely becoming like a Southern Hollywood and, you yeah. know, it's a lot of uh, movies being shot here and everything. But um, like I was telling Michael before or during the break, yeah. um, Don Cornelius' son executive produces American Soul, which is uh, a BET uh, show that's in series. Yeah. And this is the second episode, uh, the second season. Um, but they are featuring, one of the episodes features the band Rufus and Shaka Khan and kind of speaks to how Shaka uh, started and everything. And um, it's, it was this, it was an awesome experience. Uh, uh, Melanie Fiona plays Shaka Khan, yeah. uh, and she nails it. Like mm. uh, some of the video, of course, uh, the I guess the network told YouTube to take it off so that people couldn't kind of get in. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was because oh, before the before we did the shoot, I went there to see um, when I was on tour with Music Soul Child. Yeah, I had a chance to meet Tony Maiden, who was one of he was the lead guitarist for Rufus. Yeah, and. Um, it was just, it was an awesome experience when I had a chance to see them perform, but then to actually play Tony Maiden, I'm yeah. trying to, you know, get his movements and everything. Yeah. And I actually 
Um, there's a song called Once You Get Started, which was one of their more popular songs yeah. when they first came out. And I had to sing Tony Maiden's part. So I'm trying oh to mimic, <laughs> mimic his movements for the show because, you know, you want it as, as real, as inspired as possible. You, you have such a great voice, but you typically I do not. I don't, I don't, I, I sang, as far as my rec recordings, I may, uh, I, I sang through vocoder on I Thought It Was You. Yeah. But uh, there's a song called Lobby Call where you yep. can catch me. Yeah, catch me singing. We a featured bit. that on the on the a year <laughs> on the ago. Last show, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But typically you don't do. I don't do as much vocals, but yeah. everybody's been suggesting that you know yeah. I should do more of it. You know. Um, well, why you don't get any ideas about Rod taking over Ride the Vibe? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a day gig as a musician. <laughs> so I was you. You do a, a you've got on your website and in other places a little video on the making of Everlasting Love. Right. So, and you talk about when you were with Music Soul Child uh -huh. opening for uh, Shaka Khan. And so, talk a little bit more about or talk about that, Rod. Well, we um we uh. Well, no, this was like, I think it was maybe 2009, 2008 or 2009. This is yeah. when I first started working with music. So everything was very fresh and new. And, yeah. and then, you know, we um, we did four shows with her um, where we opened as as a band. Yeah. And um, I could just see her like walking through the hallway, man, like with her her entourage. Yeah. And, and I was like, damn, that's Shaka Khan. Like, <laughs> you know, because I, you know, growing up listening to her yeah. off the records and stuff, and, you know, it's, I don't really get, get, uh, be like, um, starstruck. Starstruck. Yeah. 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 Is, is often, there was only like two or three occasions where I really, I could say that I was starstruck. And one of them was Shaka Khan. Yeah. The other one was, uh, when I saw Bon Jovi, we were, oh my gosh. we were actually doing a, um, an event for, yeah. Lior Cohen, uh, the the like CEO at the time, he was the CEO of Warner Music. Warner's, yeah. <laughs> and he had a house, like a house party. Oh my gosh! And Bon Jovi was there. I was like, damn, <laughs> you know. What I'm <laughs> so saying? you got to. Well, meet yeah, him. I got to meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The so, same with Shaka Khan. On yeah, like, I got was a she real to approach She was very approachable, yeah. man. She she was super cool. Yeah. Um, at the time of the tour, and um, it was just it was just kind of kind of awesome to just. To know, you know, you get to know, like, hey, yeah. these are just regular people, people just like right. everybody else, you know, regardless of what you, you know, perceive in your yeah. mind. You and know? then to have it all come full circle. Absolutely. And for you to be able to, to be play. on this production and play yeah. guitar and it's sing. Crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so look out for that. When, it's it's going to you know be... You know when um, it'll... They you, said it'll start... So the series is going to start again. Season two should start in February, okay. around the end of February. But yeah. I'm not exactly sure... When, when that episode is going to yeah. air, but just look for you know yeah. if you're into you know into that, just look for the yeah. episode of Rufus and Shaka Khan. And then will you get to, will that get captured on a YouTube? I'm sure, and oh, you'll yeah, be able yeah, to yeah, yeah. get it on your so website. I'll, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, definitely yeah. waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Every little bit helps, absolutely, because it's it's hard to make a living as a musician, isn't it? Not just yeah, not just that, but getting back to like how I was saying the whole relevance thing. Right, it's like right. you know. It's so many people trying to do this now, and this the the avenue um, for you know the, the the platform for independent artists is awesome, right? You know, but you find that you have to pay you know radio promoters and right. pay into the system to pay it's, to play, it, yeah. Right. It, it never it's always been that to some degree, right? But now it's even uh, more diluted because yeah. you know you have people who may make a hundred thousand plus or six figure jobs yeah. who do music on the side versus the artist or the who's, one who doing it for a living, living right. but they can afford to pay, you know, right. so right. everybody's trying to hustle, I guess, you yeah. know, so you can, I don't necessarily <laughs> knock it, but it just makes it a lot 
more difficult to kind of. Yeah. And I just want to go on record and say the last DJ's not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> we're That's doing why it. I'm here. <laughs> we're doing this because we love it and we love the music. And I so, think I think we need to tee up when doves cry, and okay. then uh, we'll, and then we'll come back and you can talk about that. Okay, right, awesome, if, that, if awesome. that works. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna play when doves cry. This is featuring another beautiful vocalist. Well, oh, yeah. no, this is a, this is a guy. His oh, name, God. yeah. Well, but his name is Saunders Sermons, but yeah, he has a beautiful, beautiful voice, voice as well. So, yeah, yeah. If I got that right. <laughs> Make sure we're politically correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. The picture of you and I engage in a kiss. The sweat of your body covers me. Can you, my darling? Can you picture this? Dream if you can, a courtyard An ocean of violets in bloom And the most strikeous poses They feel the heat, the heat between me and you How can you just leave me standing Alone in the world is so cold Maybe I'm just too demanding Maybe I'm just like my father too bold Maybe you're just like your mother She's never satisfied Why do we scream at each other? Cause this is what it sounds like Windows cry DJ and I've got Rod Harris in the studio and we're featuring some Kale Me Crazy. I've got a charcoal lemonade and Rod's got his pair of dice. almost gone. And he's sucking that thing up. <laughs> he loves that. So Phil, definitely think about having Rod perform uh, up at your Alpharetta Absolutely. location when you do jazz on Sundays. That'd be a perfect fit. So talk about When Doves Cry and uh, Saunders Sermons on that. Uh, so, vocals. Uh, yeah, so after Prince had passed away, because you know when, when Prince was alive, nobody could could remake his music at all like yeah. he would immediately shut it down yeah but you know everybody it, at some point in their lives has either heard prince or yeah. really dig his music right um so i got with saunders and i said hey man i want to remake when doves cry yeah i kind of already had a, a template there was a band that i was working with um prior to called southwest terminal and uh we we were kind of toying around with the idea of remaking when doves cry yeah but uh needless to say the band kind of disbanded and I, I still wanted to go with the idea yeah so we recorded it man and um and i i got russell gunn uh to play trumpet on the, at the end of the and uh i did mostly all the production uh there was the musicians on this one was um a guy um 
named Louis Sticks Newsom played live drums. Yeah. Um, with Sean Murph on keyboard. And um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think Jermaine Hall played bass on this one. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I do most of the production um, in, in Logic Pro. Yeah. And then just kind of piece stuff together. Sometimes it's hard to get all the guys in the, in the studio at right. the same time. And then, of, of course, like I got all these ideas in my head. Yeah. So I just kind of hash them out that way. Um, when you have everything already in the box, as I call it, yeah. you can kind of say, okay, I don't like this. Or you can, you know, edit it as needed. But, um, but you're old school in that regard as well because you like that live analog sound. Exactly. exactly. And I, I try to, I mean, of course, I am, you, you want to have one foot in the past, one foot right, in the future. Right, right. So I, I try to use the technology um, to, to, to kind of put everything together and, sure. and, and pull sounds from yeah. it as well. But at the, at the core, it's still very analog, you yeah. know, because, you know, I, Maybe when I'm dead, then my music will be worth something. <laughs> I hope way before that. It's worth something right now. But uh, but just to, uh, I really appreciate it, Saunders. We, we cut it in like, you know, he did it maybe two takes. Wow. And uh, he has an awesome voice, yeah. very um, kind of like a nice falsetto, but yeah. it's a natural. You know, yeah. that's how he that's how he sings all all the time. And he's an old school guy. I mean, he's been yeah, around. Yeah, Saunders, um, he, he's toured with Maxwell. He's toured with, uh, um, he's toured with so many artists. Season Jay-Z, guy. he was yeah. on tour with Jay-Z when Jay-Z was playing with The Roots and doing his live thing. Mm. Um, but he, he's, he's a great, great guy. And great he's singer. here out he's of Atlanta He's based well. in Atlanta there. Wow. He, he, when I first met him, we were actually on, I was on tour and, uh, I met him in New York, mm. um, and then he moved. He moved to Atlanta. Atlanta, and uh, yeah. So check out, shout out to Saunders. And Great. that's just out as a single. Uh, yeah. So that one, that one was released uh, maybe like a few months after Prince passed away. Yeah. So that was like late 2017 or something. Yeah. But um, I just really it's still getting a lot of play overseas as well in yeah. Japan and stuff because every time I check my numbers and stuff, it's like it's going man, up. It, yeah, overseas. I love it. It's like, come on, America, y'all need yeah, to get pick, <laughs> pick up the pace here, America. So we're gonna we're gonna take a short break to uh, support a sponsor near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants, and then because of their sponsorship, uh, we're gonna roll uh, for the final half hour without commercial interruption. Oh, so how awesome. cool is that? And we're That's gonna awesome. play more music, and we're gonna go back into exits and options, and then uh, Council of Elders. Awesome. So y'all want to stay with us? We're uh, on Ride the Vibe with Rod Harris, and we're gonna talk about his singing too. <laughs> I may even get him to sing a little bit. No way. <laughs> Rod, I spiked that kill me crazy. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Stay with us, y'all. Awesome. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You are back on Rod the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And uh, Rod was just asking me during that break about uh, 
my involvement with Rod or with uh, Foundation for Premature Infants, which I'm, I'm proud that I was uh, uh, that I started with a couple other folks, and we give money to clinicians mm-hmm. that are caring for these little fragile, little vulnerable people without a voice, mm-hmm. uh, because the money gets cut by the CFOs. You know, they go, oh, no, we've got to cut the budget. And right. One of the first things to get cut is money for continuing education. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, we're talking about in the music world, everything changing. Well, even more so as they care for these little people. So glad to do that. That's awesome. And the tie-in, the voice part, <laughs> those without a voice, but Rod Harris has a great voice. <laughs> He's talk a, to get... <laughs> no, I'm not going to try to get you to sing, but just want you to talk a little bit about the, the evolution because you are now doing more singing at your gigs. Yeah. I'm, 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 uh, definitely trying to incorporate more uh, people. They respond more to to vocals. I mean, right. it, you know, I could play like George Benson, whatever. But even with him, the yeah. thing that took him over the top is his voice. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, that's what really put him in a whole different uh, different echelon yeah. um, when he started singing. So, Reason uh, and masquerade and right, exactly. You know, some of you know, and that's what people remember. Uh, you know, they just can immediately respond to the human voice. Right. Um, so I, I definitely I try to incorporate one or two songs where yeah. I'm singing. What do you pick? Which songs do you pick, Rod? You- uh, actually, I, I usually sing. Um, I, I I love the the poetic uh, st- structure and jazz song like yeah. tradition. So you don't know what love is a yeah. song like that yeah. because you know now it's every. The songs like those, those, those uh, old traditional jazz standards and stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it gives you more. It, it leans more to uh, imagination, right? You know, right. versus somebody just like now. There's no imagination no, in right. today's music. Ne- needed. No, <laughs> everything so is out there. It's very poetic, you know. <laughs> right. And um, so those songs like you don't know what love is. Yeah. Um, I've I've done masquerade before. Yeah. Can't hide love. You yeah. know, I, I've I've sung that on a, a few shows yeah. where. We actually, um, with the organ group, will swing that, you know, oh, nice. do it more in a jazz vein, yeah. but it still, it, it works well, you know. Um, I love it. So, yeah, just, I mean, and, and if people, they receive it well. Yeah. Because they know at, at the core, you know, he, he's a jazz guitarist, right. obviously. Right. But they appreciate the fact that, okay, he's singing too. Like, yeah. wow, you know, now we can really appreciate, you know, the full spectrum of what he what he can bring to, to the bring. to the show, yeah. you know. I love it. Um, so I'm definitely, you know, this year and continuing forward, I'm just incorporating, yeah, doing not? more. Well, we I had talking one, about one lady, one lady, and um, I was doing a show in Greenville, South Carolina, at this place called Blues Boulevard. Yeah, and she came up to the edge of the stage, and she was just standing there as I was singing, looking yeah. at me in the face, <laughs> and she was like, "You sound wonderful. You sound great." And wow. she was just very. Uh, ecstatic about it. What great like, affirmation. Yeah, That's man. Killer. Like, you know, she didn't say anything and I was like, what is this lady doing? What is she about to <laughs> yank Stalk me off the stage? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then she yeah. was just, at, at the end, at, when I finished, I was singing You Don't Know What Love Is. Yeah. And uh, she was like, that was wonderful, you know, so. Good that reinforcement. Was yeah. Good. Well, yeah. I think you should, I mean, again, you, you got a great voice. I appreciate so. it. So, <laughs> talk a little, you, you, your stepfather had an extensive collection yep, of music. music. And I know, from watching the video uh, talking about the making of Everlasting Love, mm-hmm. I caught in the little corner of the video a Hendrix uh, po- oh, yeah. poster uh-huh. or, or picture. Uh-huh. So you have all this a cornucopia of choices of guitarists to emulate, etc. How how did jazz? How did you find jazz, or how did jazz find well, you? Well, I think 
because jazz it it encompasses so many different styles, like particularly modern jazz. Yeah. Um, and then everything came from jazz. Right. So it's like a, it's it's almost crossroads. like a three sixty yeah. crossroad. Yeah. yeah. Um, the blues, jazz, right. all of that stuff. So that's I just you know I I pull from that kind of uh, you know musical perspective because yeah. it's like you know from hip hop you know I I, uh, I think we talked about that on last show yeah. I, I grew up listening to hip hop that right. was the you know the uh, I guess the popular music you know in the, the nine, time, early nineties sure. and um and then I started digging deeper and pulling back the layers of the yeah. music and yeah. then discovering man there's so much other music out here I mean of course. You know, you hear R&B and then things that I listened to as a child, you know, on the records. Yeah. But when you start really pulling it back, the the baseline is jazz yeah, music. Right. And blues. Jazz and blues, yeah. they go hand in hand. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, that's kind of how I, I got, you know, and I got into the jazz music and yeah. jazz guitar. And then when I started going to school, you know, just starting to study more and more about the music. And it just, be, it just became, it resonated with you. Yeah, it yeah, did. And, what? you know, my family members are like, man, even, um, it's funny, because <clears throat> um, after that, the same day I recorded that, um, th I did the interview for yeah. the, the promo, yeah. um, my stepdad passed away. Oh, no. And that was, it, it was kind of, that, it's like, like I said, something, you know, in things going universe, on in the universe. Yeah. It's like, so he didn't, ha he did not have a chance. He didn't have a chance to, to and to, to see that. Yeah. But his, he has a twin brother, fraternal twin brother. Oh and, my gosh. And he saw it and um, it was, it was an emotional Touched time. Yeah. yeah. Because even for me, it's like, man, you know, when I was doing that interview, he was literally, you know, at the hospital yeah. and they were trying to revive him and everything. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I never in previous interviews or, or um, you know, I didn't speak of him as much. Yeah. We had a great relationship, awesome relationship. Right. But, you know, you start to really wonder like, man, why, why do you like the things that you like? Yeah. What influenced you to do it? And then my dad, my for, you know, fraternal dad, yeah. biological dad, he, he is in the music business as well. So it's like, I always had this, all this music in around me. Yeah, yeah, man. But um, I love it, it was just kind of, kind of, you know, crazy, but, it's life, man. Things happen. You know, yeah. everything happens for a reason. Oh, my God. Isn't yeah. that the truth? Yeah. Well, we we need to go back, I think, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Exit and Options. Exit and Options, yeah. And hear uh, the first song off that album, I believe, El Presidente. El Presidente. Yeah. What do you think, Wahid? Let's, let's cue up a little <laughs> bit of El Presidente.
the vibe. El Presidente off of Rod's Exits and Options. Wow, I love that song too. Talk a little bit about that, Rod. So like we had said uh, before uh, we played the record, yeah. like that, it it speaks to my hip-hop influences as yeah. well as the jazz. And um, when I, with the Exits and Options record, um, as we discussed last time, I, I just wanted to take those elements of hip-hop and kind of take the elements of jazz because mostly most of the 90s hip-hop uh, producers were sampling jazz records anyway. Yeah. So I just um, kind of reversed it and wrote jazz melodies over it. So for this one, this was uh, Eric B. and Rakim ta- song called uh, Don't Sweat the Technique. Yeah. And uh, I just wrote a jazz melody over it because it's one of my, like, all-time favorite hip-hop songs yeah. ever. Um, I love it. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's how El Presidente and it's I call it El Presidente. A lot of people are like, man, that's not you know we thought we was gonna have a Spanish song yeah, or right. something like a Latin vibe, <laughs> right, right, right. But there's a um there's a record called Eric B for President, and Eric B was the producer slash DJ that was kind of making all of these um these beats for uh, Rakim to rhyme over and stuff like yeah, that. So. Yeah. I just like the president, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. So you did it that way. I <laughs> and I thought it. like the president, like no, we, uh, <laughs> especially in these times, we don't want to talk about the president. Yeah, right. right. Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know. Okay. So I'm like El Presidente. So they're like, oh, what is that? That's you know? great. And just, talk about you know your biological father was a, is a singer. Yes. Talk um, a so about, and see that's the story you um, shared. So as I was saying, like my stepdad, um, he was the one who had the extensive record collection yeah, of yeah. all this great music um so and then my biological dad was the one that i was hanging out in the studios with mm. um you know as he a had youth. the best of both worlds i mean essentially really. and i didn't even know it at, at the, the time, time you yeah. know um my dad um my biological dad was he was uh he was signed to a record label uh in the 80s um coast record label called coast to coast yeah and uh he, out of jackson out, out of jacksonville, jacksonville florida yeah. and uh he he was kind of modeling himself after Lionel, more of a Lionel Richie character, the Commodores, because yeah. that's where the label was kind of sure, pushing him. Sure. And he also auditioned for the Commodores when Lionel Richie left to wow. try to get the lead spot. Oh my so gosh. a lot of his music, um, I was just telling Michael about uh, this guy who emailed me f- from overseas yeah. regarding one of the records that he, my dad released yeah. during his time with, with uh, Coast to Coast Records. And, um, it was a, it, it, it had like a, it was around the time and I think it was like 84, 83, yeah. 84, <laughs> when the whole Prince, uh, Morris Day in the Time and that whole Minneapolis sound was getting, yeah. you know, very prevalent. And um, it's it's actually out on YouTube. If you if anybody is curious yeah. or, or wants to check it out, just yeah. type in uh, Rod Harris and the song is called Heavy Breather. And it. it definitely has that, uh, <laughs> that element. <laughs> that that wow. element, but um. But yeah, so that's, you and know. And the guy wanted to know if it was you or your dad. Yeah, he that. wanted to know if I had any more copies of that record. I'm like, hey, man, you got to talk to my pops about that. I love that. I love it. Well, you know, and uh, I think we got to tee up. Uh, I thought it was you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Herbie Hancock. So yeah. another big influence. Yeah. I, uh, Herbie's the man. Oh like, I gosh. mean, Herbie's, Herbie's one that um, definitely spanned a lot of different <sighs> genres. Even, even now, he's still in, I guess, or he might be in his late seventies yeah. now, but he's still very much. He tries to stay at the at the the helm of what's happening. You know, I still go back to now. Watermelon Man. What, Chameleon, exactly, yeah, Chameleon, you know? just um, classic stuff. So I, uh, I just I, I I picked. There's a record called Sunlight, where Herbie's using the vocoder and kind of getting into the electronic sound and yeah. everything. And um, once again, there was a a hip hop group. Um, 
called Slum Village, who was who used um, there was a producer named Jay Dilla. He passed away or whatever, yeah. but he he was using some of those samples um, in uh, "Come Running to Me" and songs that were off of that Sunlight record. Yeah. So one of so my favorites. One of my favorite was yeah. "I Thought It Was You," but I, I, I you know put Did my own spin. Thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love, well, let's spin that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yeah. DJ, I thought it was you, a Herbie Hancock tune. That was off Rod Harris's Exits and Options. Mm-hmm. You want to go out and get that one. That's a classic uh, CD. Yep. And uh, I, I think it's, I think so. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> see, that, that, that juice has got right out of his humble mode now. <laughs> I may yet get him to sing. <laughs> may just get him. <laughs> so let's go back a little bit and talk about uh, some of your work with Music Soleil and being nominated for a Grammy. a Grammy. I mean, that that's really high honor. Yeah, man. I like, you know, I I was watching the Grammys just last, last night. night yeah. and I well, that's why like, I think it's man, fitting. It's, yeah, a, it's, yeah. a nice, it's a tie-in. I was like, damn, I, I'm gonna be on that stage one, yeah. of, these <laughs> one of these days. And you will. <laughs> but um but when I we got uh the Grammy nomination in, in uh twenty it was for the work that we did in twenty seventeen on yeah. his record Feel the Real. Yeah. So the Grammy nomination of course came in twenty eighteen and yeah. um it was it was real cool. Like I had worked with you know music on some other projects. Music Soul Child is for modern soul. I I would consider him a legend. Yeah. Um, um, this this generation legend. Yeah. Like you know, eventually I I would I'm sure he'll be um receiving like those you know lifetime achievement, achievement awards. Award, sure, absolutely. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it was great opportunity touring with him and working with him. I um you know. I I don't have any regrets right, in that right, regard. Right. Yeah, it was it was awesome experience and just to see how he works. And, and you did uh, that for six 
36. So uh, the Grammy, I did, I worked with him often, often on for about nine years. Nine years. Um, wow. There was some times, of course, you know, artists take breaks yeah. and stints yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But that's and a I, that's a good block of time, right? Yeah, and I mean, you know, you, I don't have any regrets, but I, if I if I could say, I I should have been a little bit more persistent in that time and working on my own stuff, stuff. Ah, so that yeah, way yeah. when it when it the Transition. relationship exactly it would have been already yeah. um it's but you know that's a, that's something that you have to learn on right. your own you right. know right. um you get so caught up and there's only so many hours hours in the, in the day. day I was gonna say yeah, and man. you got a you got a, a daughter and, and you know, exactly you got, and a son <laughs> you got a son I mean my <laughs> family and everything whoa, whoa, man yeah so and you um, had given up your corporate gig you know earlier than yeah so because the tour started off uh in 2008 I fresh out of college I was working a corporate job corporate at Bank gig. of America yeah. You know, business analyst, and you know, I was like, you know, very much on the fence about what to do. Yeah. You know, music, of course, has always been the passion. Yeah. But then, Bank Finances, of America was yeah, paying, yeah, yeah, with the family. But <clears throat> everything has worked out. You yeah. know, it's it's I like it. I always encourage people and getting to what we were talking about. Um, eventually, like the long term goal for myself is to start um, a nonprofit yeah. to educate children or educate kids or you know even. Um, you know, high schoolers, yeah. college students, whatever, on just music and how, you know, how much influence it has on people's lives. Yeah. You know, talk about... The universal it, language, really. Universal language. I mean, and, you talk about your music reaching Japan and exactly, all Exactly, man. And encourage... It's almost... It's like, a, you know, it, it's great for, you know, mental development. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just so many, so many beneficial aspects of music. Um, but... but, but Particularly for me to also be a proponent of jazz or yeah. you know more of the musical arts. Um, well, you're such a musicologist. I mean, you have such yeah, a well. Anybody listening to this show, if you haven't picked up about fifty <laughs> different directions you need to go, I, I don't know something's wrong know, with you. <laughs> if at, regardless of you know your political affiliation yeah. or your upbringing or whatever, music is always common a, denominator. It's a common baby. denominator. Yeah, it is. Well, no let's matter. hear a symphonette. Awesome. Off of uh, exit. And exit and options. <laughs> We're going to be right back. Yeah.
Rod the Bob Michael, and that's Symphonette off of Exits and Options. That's Rod's second uh, C, is that right? Second Sex CD. CD. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to play one, a song uh, right at the end off his uh, first, very first release. One. But yeah. you got your first guitar. Your dad gave you, your stepdad or your dad gave you some? So my real, my biological dad gave you some uh, money gave me or some something? Money. Yeah. It's, yeah, my 17th birthday. Yeah. We had uh, honestly, maybe like a year before, had just moved to Atlanta from Jacksonville. Yeah. And, um, and he just gave me some money um, at the time. You know, I, I, I don't know it, what dawned on me. It just it was like, it was a... Um, as a record store on uh, Windy Hill Road here in Atlanta. They're closed now yeah. uh, behind Dirt Cheap Music. And uh, I just bought an acoustic guitar. It's a Yamaha acoustic for a hundred. Do you still have it? My sister has it. Ah, nice. All oh, right. Yeah. Good. She, good, yeah, good, she good. has it. Good. I love it. And now fast forward. So you're buying a, a, a Yamaha acoustic back uh -huh. at 17. Uh -huh. And now I saw something come across social media. You've got a deal with D'Angelico. Yeah. yeah. Talk a little bit about that. So D'Angelico is um, a New York guitar uh, builder, luthier. Yeah. The, the actual guy who was Mr. D'Angelico has passed away, of course, yeah. um, by now. But um, but it was, you know, I, I, I got the deal, honestly, through a, a friend uh, of a friend, Mark yeah. Whitfield, who's a great jazz guitarist. He has a, we have a mutual friend. His name is Fatan great guitarist up in New York and uh he made it he made it happen wow so I, so I really now you got it. a deal it, 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 it's, it's an endorsement <laughs> I mean I, I've had I, I have nice, another so. endorsement deal with a acoustic guitar company but I always want a jazz guitar you yeah. know because Gibson is not giving out an endorsement deal yeah. unless you slash or somebody <laughs> <laughs> like from Guns N' Roses you gotta be a big name guy <laughs> right yeah so um, I love it but D'Angelico is a great company you'll have soon enough though yeah, right? man, I, I, they're a great company like and they yeah. make great guitars yeah. everybody's playing D'Angelico guitars yeah, I love it yeah. well we so we gotta we promised the listeners we'd go back in your discology and I wanna uh, right before the end again the time has just flown by and been just a blessing but wanna hear a little bit of uh, the Council of Elders off yep. your first uh, CD. So this is the uh, the title cut off the the debut record. Yeah. Um, and uh, check out if uh, once again the the website is www.rodharrisjr.com. Yeah. I've got all kind of information, performances, shows that I'm I have coming up, um, in the southeast, and uh, music that you can check out and uh, just get more information about me as an artist and uh, send me an email, send me subscribe. Check out my YouTube channel. Yeah. And go see him live. Go live, come see me live. Yeah, live music is better as Neil Young. Yeah, absolutely. Said. All right, well, let's hear a little bit of the Council of Elders.
You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, saying what he wants to say, and in this case, playing some brilliant music from Rod Harris Jr. That was Council of Elders off his first CD. So we've worked back all the way from Everlasting Love right at the beginning of the show, which is the single off a soon-to-be-released Relevance, Relevance yeah. CD. And there's some significance there, y'all. And then uh, <laughs> Exits and Options, we played a, n a number of songs off of those. Rod, just uh, wrap up here as we got just a little bit. Well, minute. I just... Uh, 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 Really appreciate you for having me here. Um, you and Waida, y'all are y'all are awesome. Um, Thank you. And I just want to encourage people to just just take a moment to listen. I know we're in a day and age where people just want to hear ten seconds and then they move on. Yeah. But I, I the the aspiration and the goal of of my music is just you know to, to just kind of paint a picture, something that people can can just feel. You know, um, something that's more organic, not too abrasive. You know, yeah. not too. Um, you know, just feel good music at the end of the day, yeah. whether it's jazz, whether it's R&B, you know, rock, whatever. Yeah. I just want people to be able to, to appreciate it and just, you know, go leave with something, you know. So if you, um, if you could just go to www.rodharrisjr.com. Yeah. Like I said, it's pictures, uh, video, so much information. Yeah. I'm updating it. I'm not, I try to, try to be as active on it as possible. Yeah. Um, so that you know, the Stays fans current. and people can can really yeah. uh, appreciate what I have to, to to give them. Well, and don't just listen to ten seconds. That's why I don't even bother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you can't give the song all all listen, don't bother y'all. Yeah, the, I mean, just, this just music give it a listen. That, yeah, ten seconds. Yeah, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and this stuff. <laughs> Amen to that. And it's hard to make a living as a musician, y'all. Well, we, we are out of here. Just been a gas. Rod Harris Jr. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Michael. Thank right, you. We're out of here. Thanks. Set the record straight. Better get her done, son, because the hour is grown late. Maybe there's a DJ out there somewhere who has a few regrets. And a list of things that he meant to do but hasn't gotten round to yet. Well, maybe you'll feel a little empathy Play this on his FM show Better late than never Here's my thanks to whoever plays my song on the radio Better late than never Here's my thanks to whoever plays my song